0: Hey you guys, welcome back to this special, special episode, March 25th episode of the Cerebral Palsy and Fitness Podcast. We are actually celebrating Cerebral Palsy Awareness Month. And as promised, I started a yearly series. And last year we had my friend Nicole Luongo. She talked about her life, uh, her SDR surgery, uh, what she's overcome with her disability. And this year, We're switching it up. We're going to talk about myths surrounding cerebral palsy. So welcome back, Nicole.
1: Hey, David. Thanks for having me back on this annual special. And it's funny that you mentioned my surgery because I'll be celebrating my 10 year anniversary of the surgery on March 29th.
0: 10 years. That's, that's really, that's really impressive. You know, that's really impressive. And I know, I know you've, you're very uh, proud of that and you're, and of course, we're proud of how far you've come, and you've you've overcome a lot in your life. And 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 of course, I always I watch you uh, with your posts, and I admire you. I admire your determination, and just full on, uh, you know, not just courage, but the fact that you're out there and and just fighting for cerebral palsy and advocating. And I I, I admire you for that.
1: Well, I admire you too. Thank you.
0: Yeah, it's, it's always incredible to uh, meet people that have the same mindset and are willing to help each other along the way. And it's just not just about one person, but it's it's about a whole community.
1: Yeah, I agree. We're stronger together, right?
0: Yes, that's how, that's how it should be. It should be about working together towards uh, one common goal. Mm-hmm. So uh, to start off this episode, uh, for for you... What are some myths that you've have to deal with that you've had to deal with that or have that you feel have or need to be or have been debunked?
1: Well, I actually wrote a blog post about this because I did a a YouTube video. It was actually a Facebook Live quite a few years ago when I had a page. I had several pages, but I've been hacked recently and Facebook deleted yeah. them all. So now it's if- People are defining to find me on there for my pages. They won't because they're gone. But I'm still here. You guys can see me live. But um, and and the interesting thing was was that people were responding because it was live, and they were telling me of the things that have happened to them. And maybe you could relate some of these. I was like, wait a minute, what? Because it ne- never happened to me. One of the popular ones was random people would just come up to them and say. Oh like I'm going to pray for you. And oh yeah. That, that that was a big one and and that's never happened to me. So I was like I was asking people I said wait a minute. People just come up to you and say this and they're like yeah. They say they're gonna, you know and or or another thing was I think you know God can heal you and you know that kind of that kind of thing. Uh for me right now I feel like one of the myths is that none of us can walk like right. we're all in wheelchairs it's, it's kind of like a blanket you know blanket statements because unfortunately as you and i have talked about before i'm sure because it's a big it's a big deal that cerebral palsy it's just nobody knows anything about it even though it's the most common physical disability in childhood but well, here we are you know decades later and I don't know the exact statistics. They've been saying for years that it's seventeen million globally. Well, you know that's increased. It doesn't just say it's 17 yeah. million for like the life, right? It's I think now it's uh our friends Brielle and me, who I'm sure you know, she does great, great uh posts about facts and she she said like over eighteen million. So I'm glad somebody raised the number because I'm like, okay, I've been saying for like ten years now that it's seventeen million. But but anyways, get back to your question everyone who has CP it's not the same you can't just you know we're all different and I think you know that's the biggest myth is that we don't walk maybe you know we don't drive right or or maybe we that we just can't do a lot I think that's like maybe the easiest way to to combine all those things and it just depends on what, what you know what type of CPU you have, how it affects you. There's a there's a lot that that goes into it, but we are two people right now right. that we trust it. Yes, and we that have is CP, very and, true. And, and and we have CP.
0: Right. And one of those one of the myths that I know that we currently deal with a lot is can someone with CP or or disability in general, can they, can they work or can they be employed? And of course they can, you know, of course they can. And, and it's not just, uh, physically being in a building that you can be employed, but you can also be remotely employed. And a lot of people, uh, feel that when you have a certain physical disability that, oh, wait a minute, you can't, you can't work or you can't, uh, go to school. Uh, that's completely false. You can do that.
1: and also. But people like you, they can have their own business if they want or be a motivational speaker. Things that don't require that you go to a, an office because anybody disabled or not, there's so many different opportunities now to create income or work. But how about a big one? Can I, can we, can we go there? Yeah, I decide. can disabled people have sex?
0: Of course, they can.
1: I mean, is that the most ridiculous? Like that's another thing like with cuz we're both in the community, so I know a lot of people and I, you know, see their posts or talk to them and that's a big thing. People actually will ask them that. And I'm first of all, I I find that very intrusive. I mean, you know what, I'm, what I mean? I mean, yeah. I I it's I mean, different if maybe you're like close friends with somebody and they're just trying to learn about like they don't know about disability whatever that's one thing but if you've got people just like sliding into your dms and asking stuff, i'm like no
0: (laughs) right and it's more about uh not just that but it's more about intimacy can somebody with a disability be intimate yes they can be intimate you know whether or not you know they do it or they do it a certain way then that's that's their business they're they're intimate you know
1: totally totally but But that's the thing that the fact that in 2023, you and I just mentioned working, you know, being able to be intimate. Um, What else did we talk about? You know, driving, walking. The fact that people still have such a narrow view of what CP looks like, that's what. I find really shocking,
0: right? And uh, you know, and also, you have to think about. Uh, for myself, you know, the I I've been I've been working with uh, my city commissioner on various projects involving advocacy. You know, adding accessible doors to various buildings. Um, you know, I guess recommending him to myself, my services as part of the speaker to be able to reach out the community in a broader, in a broader sense, especially, you know, since I work with predominantly Latino, uh, the Latino, the the Latino community and and I speak Spanish, uh, you know, I could possibly reach a broader audience that way. And, uh, and also, I love um, that idea, by the way. Yeah. Which is, which is a good thing. The fact that if we can go out there and we're able to work with our commissioners and our, you know, our city officials, that's always great because it's, it shows that you're willing to go above and beyond just a podcast and, and, and radio shows and, you know, and whatnot. And you just have to, you just have to be willing to uh, take that first step. Right. But the fact
1: that you, you're going to be able to help a marginalized community because I, I, you're, you are um, Latino, right? Is that the correct? Yeah. I want to make sure. Okay. So I, I personally don't hear anything about the intersectionality between Latinos and disabilities. I, it's that's not something that's coming obviously the media is not talking about it so if i don't see it read about it or see it i'm not hearing about it unless i see a post from you or other people in our community who you know they they fall into both of those categories so i think that it's great that you you're going to be able to shed some light on that can i tell you about something that happened to me the other day that that speaks to myths now I, you, I think you saw when I talked about this because I was very upset. I think that, how would I say? For myths, like language matters and the language that people use contribute to the myths. And the reason why I say this is because um, I went to the pool a couple weeks ago and unbeknownst to me, I ended up meeting my neighbor who lives directly above me. And the reason oh. why this came into play is because he had just knocked on my door, like not knowing I was at the pool. And he knocked on my door like the day before, but I was home, but I don't know, I didn't hear the door. But so what he did was he went to my neighbor who's known me for 20, about approximately 25 years. I've lived here a long wow. time. And he said, Hey, you know, I've knocked on her door and if he wanted to tell me he's in his 30s, he and his wife. The reason why I say their age is because I was dumbfounded at how nice they are. They they were going to put new flooring in their unit and they wanted to let me know and they wanted to make sure that the noise was not too loud. Nobody does that. When you live in a condo, you know, you're going to hear noise. That, that's it. Nobody knocks on your door and says, hey, you're going to hear this. So when I when we found out, we were, you know, hey, wait, you are, I was trying to, you know, reach you. So he said, he went to my neighbor who ha- happens to be on the board, but she, she's on this floor and she actually knows me. And he said, yeah, I went to her and asked her if she could let me know and other people like above him and, you know, below me, I guess that their work was going to be done. So I just happened to say, hey, so what did she say? i not knowing what I'm about to tell you. So he said, she said you are handicapped and that then that it may take you longer to get to the door. So he was expecting to see an elderly woman in a wheelchair. Oh, wow. When he saw me at the pool, you know, he was like, he said to me, and he was with his friend who I also met, they both said, they said, you don't look handicapped. And I said to them, because we we had talked for a long time, so I knew they got it. I said, what does handicap look like, though? They got it. But they were just saying to me, like, you don't, we were expecting, you know. So I was really hurt by that because I don't think anyone has ever referred to me using that term. And if they have, certainly they're not going to tell me. But he was an honest person. He,
0: right.
1: he, he she's His friend Diane said, you know he's a good guy because he could have left that out, not wanting to hurt your feelings. But he mm-hmm. just, he wanted to be honest and say what what my neighbor said. The reason why it bothered me, David, is number one, handic- the term handicap is not used anymore.
0: Same as, same well, as uh, if you think about it, it's like, uh, how do you feel about the term uh, crippled? Because I still hear it in today's society nowadays. You
1: still you still hear it? Really? I still wow. hear it. I still hear it. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the exactly. And and what first of all, what she said was just simply not true. Even even if the word was still, you know, being used or like it, it's just not an appropriate language now. I certainly am not handicapped. There's no two ways about about that. But think about it. The only reason in her mind, because he wasn't asking her why I wasn't answering the door, he was just saying, Hey, I'm trying to, you know, want to let her know she felt she needed to fill in some gap. And the only reason she can think in her mind for me not to answer the door, how about I didn't hear the door? How about I wasn't home? Right. Right. So when I posted about this, I gave. An alternative description to try to educate people. And I said, here's what she could have said. She could have said, oh, Nicole lives there. We don't see her very much, but she's an author and an advocate and she's pretty cool. And she has cerebral palsy. So that might be why
0: she didn't right. come to the door. Exactly. Now, that
1: has not, I'm telling you, that's got nothing to do with it, but that's. I feel it, a much better. It could have it
0: been, it could have been worded, you know, differently.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so do you have any thoughts on, on that? Has anything like that ever happened to you?
0: Um, not necessarily, but I have gotten like, I have gotten like stares, like, you know, like what what's going, what's going on with them. And like, especially when I get like grocery delivery and stuff and they'll, they'll look at me and they'll be like, can I help you? And I'm like, no, I, I got this and they'll, they'll drop everything and I'm able to do everything myself. I mean, there's yeah. times where I can't where I, I'll ask for help and they'll be like, you know. Yeah. Be... And then there's times where I'll ask and they'll just put everything like right in front of the door when I told them specifically take it to the, the kitchen because sometimes I might be dealing with spasms and I can't uh-huh. lift like, you yeah. know, the bags back and forth. But in that, I've I've, uh, I've never that... gotten anything too crazy.
1: And not to mention, sometimes they put you have to be an NFL linebacker to lift the bags because they'll put like 95 things in one bag. (laughs) Trust me. I know, Uh, but we have grocery cards here. But anyway, I want to tell you the beautiful part of that story. When I was at the pool is that two people that I had never met before. One of them asked me when I said I had CP. She she, she took her chair and she said, what is that? Like, I want to learn. Like she wanted to know like how, it affected me. Which is and great. She said, "Yeah." And she was like, "Oh, I'm sorry for asking." I go, "No, no, no." Like it's I want and nobody does that. At least in in my in my life, I, my own family. I mean, sorry if you guys see this episode, but they've never asked me like, "What is it like to have CP? Like, how does it feel?" Or like so I really thought that was beautiful that she wanted to know.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really it's really awesome and somebody Wants to actually take the time to learn versus them for- forcing themselves to learn and not really understanding.
1: well, or just assuming, or assuming that they yeah. know. Like I'm sure there's people that you've come across. They assume what you can and can't do because it ha- happens. Happens. Oh to yeah, me. oh yeah. Like
0: one of the other, one of the other mess I could throw out there is when people when people look at me, you know, physically. They assume there's something wrong with me mentally. You know, like that's I'm a, another
1: one. Yes, like I'm not smart. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And then that's when right. I tell them what I do, they're kind of they're kind of shocked. Like, like really? Like you do you do motivational speaking and work with kids and and all this kind of stuff? How do how do you handle it? Like, basically the day to day job and you know the stress and and whatnot. And I'm like, you just gotta do you just gotta do your best. You know, right to the best of your ability.
1: Yeah, you know, because I volunteered in the school system for a long time, some years back, and I considered possibly a career in education with younger ones, kindergarten, and I quickly decided no, no, for for various reasons, but one of them was like the physical demand of the job, you know, they're on their feet all day, and I I knew it just wouldn't have worked, and that plus other reasons too, but, you know... I guess that goes back to you it reminds me of another myth, like when you were saying that people have actually asked you, Wow, you can do that and like how do you handle it? Famously, when I used to work out at the gym and I loved the class, it was a group class that I was in. Love the ladies. You know, they were they were everybody was great. And one day I you know, and I'm I'm doing like everything everybody else is doing where probably they thought I couldn't do any of that either, you know, and I had to modify some things and I haven't. Right. No shame in that. My trainer Chris Brytag says there's no shame in the modify game. I'll modify anything. One day, a woman came up to me and she says, Do you drive? And I said, How do you think I got here? Because uh, I I mean uh, I'm fully ambulatory. I there's I, I don't I don't know. You know, there's a disconnect, you know, because people don't either have information about cyber policy so they just kind of fill it in for themselves but it's always interesting to me that if they meet you or me what how they're leaping to I mean if I'm if I'm walking into a gym and then I'm doing this, this routine for an hour with everybody else why why wouldn't I be able to drive?
0: Right, and and I've got I've gotten the whole gym perspective too. Like I've had people like I would go in mid workout, and people literally like come up to me, and they'll be like, "Can I get a picture with you?" And like they want pictures with me, and like mm. like they they treat me like I'm some sort of celebrity. Like they've never seen somebody like myself like work out. Of course, I'm flattered, and I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm I'm willing to tell you uh, all about you know of palsy and whatnot." But I don't yeah. I don't feel like I should be getting glorified because of it
1: wait a minute we have to back up i need to be i need to know more about this so people will actually come up to you at the gym and they want to take a picture with you do you allow them to do that what how do you that's just i'm sorry that's just ridiculous
0: oh yeah like i've had people you know like they're they're trying to be mean or anything you know right i know but and i'm one of those people that i never get you know upset or offended unless it's something like serious you know but oh no, but and i'm like uh you know it's i don't know and i'm like no nah, you know i don't i don't feel like i should and i'm like if it's okay i'm I'm willing to talk to you but i don't feel like i should take a picture with you but i, I I'm, yeah but I, i'm like i'm flattered that you that you uh see me in that way yeah. and, and but yeah i'm not a celebrity i'm just like you you know i'm just like any other person going to the gym
1: yeah and that's that's I think I think that's the biggest myth that we're constantly in our own way trying to dispel is that we're right. just like everybody else. We're not saying we don't have challenges or limitations. Right. We're not whitewashing it but at the end of the day we really are like everybody else. we just want to be seen we want to be heard and
0: no I understand we want that-
1: to be we want to be given a chance.
0: Right. I understand if you want a picture, if you've heard me on my podcast or you've seen me, you know, in my show and stuff and you're like a huge fan, then that's a different story. But if it's just a want a picture, which I've gotten that I've gotten people come up to me and they'll be like, Hey, I've heard your podcast and I'd love to, you know, have your picture, your autograph. And I've, I've actually done that where I've, yeah, you know,
1: but that's what I'm saying. I know you're a great guy. So if like, if I ever met you, because we've never met in person, I'd be like, David, like we gotta take a picture. Like that's a totally different thing but if I'm some random person in a gym <laughs> and I come up to you and I don't know you and it's very clear that I'm I don't know fascinated by your abilities let's say it that way and I'm like wow this guy can do all this and yeah to just ask you to take a picture of that that's that's weird but we hear about that kind of stuff all the time when people in our community where they say you know people come up to me and they say oh I w- I can heal you like, you know, oh, or
0: I've gotten the, uh, I don't know if you've gotten this, but I get this a lot. Like you're good looking, you're really attractive and this and that, like you're really, you're really cute for somebody with CP. I'm like what? like, what?
1: I used to get that. I, I had very bad acne until I was like in my mid thirties, like really bad. You can't tell now. Cause you know, but, yeah, that I would get that. I would get Oh, you're really pretty if you basically if you didn't have all those bumps all over your face. And the thing that I never understand about people is that people think they're they may be well meaning, but they 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 don't seem to have a filter. Like you I think a lot of stuff in my head that's never going to come out of my mouth cuz it's just not appropriate.
0: Right. And I, I mean, I understand you're coming from a standpoint of, you know, hey, you know, I, I don't know if you mean it as in like as a person or as somebody with a disability. And sometimes you have to sit there and think, you know, what what are they meaning by that? And you have to ask, you have to sometimes ask them, like, what do you actually mean by by that itself? Are you talking about the disability that's, that's uh, you know, or are you talking yeah. about the actual person?
1: That's a good point because when, when I had that experience at the gym where the lady said, you know, can you drive? I, I That was my first article for The Mighty. And I talked about another phrase. Tell me if you've heard this one. You do so well.
0: Oh, yeah. I've heard it.
1: And my my thing is, why shouldn't I? Yeah. From, from where I'm sitting, as somebody with cerebral palsy, I have privilege that some people with cerebral palsy do not have, I can walk. And I'm not saying that that's the ultimate goal for everybody, but when you can walk, there's a, you're more independent. You can do more things. I can drive. Some people in our community, they can't drive and they may, they may want to drive and they can't. So I, I understand that. So when somebody says to me, you know, you do so well, I'm thinking to myself, why, why wouldn't I? And I just always, I always wrestled with that comment. How do you feel about that? That phrasing of of wording, you know. I just,
0: uh, you know, and and uh, luckily, I feel like so- society has kind of um switched or kind of developed a more accepting mindset towards those who dis- I mean, there's still a lot of work to do, but I feel like it's becoming more acceptable being disabled and there's not much um in terms of like
1: sort of,
0: yeah. well the what I'm sorry no I'm just
1: as you're talking I'm okay thinking it's how I go ahead
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like um now there's less of the use of the R word which I don't want to mention here right. like you don't hear it very much. Uh you do on occasion if you're not educated enough you'll hear it but it's very it's less used now. I've I've noticed that. I don't know if you have. Yeah,
1: I haven't. I I was guilty of that. I would I would, just as a, as a as a word, like to myself, like I talk to myself, like, meaning not derogatory, but when you just didn't know what you didn't know. Yeah. About you know let's let's use a, another word instead of that word. So I I've been guilty of that. But you're right, it's gotten a lot better with. People being educated about like,
0: like when people use it, I'll be like, do you mean uh, developmentally delayed or, you know, things like that just to be just to be more uh, specific and use a better, a proper term, you know?
1: Right. But uh, the reason why I was when we were talking, I was thinking, I think it's a double edged sword when we talk about like things are getting better, because I think sometimes now there's a lot of buzzwords now diversity well, equity and inclusion oh, and yeah. everyone's, everyone's throwing yeah. all these words around but acceptance don't forget
0: it, about that too
1: when it comes to companies but then are they backing it up so
0: right.
1: that's that's a totally other that's an issue in and of itself but if, we'll, if we go back to myths i'm trying to think of what some of the other ones that we talk oh well because i have if i look off to the side everybody it's because i i have my blog post to see if I can add some insight to our discussion here yes. about myths and I so, uh, one that really I try to dispel and I want to hear your opinion on this David myth we suffer from cerebral palsy and I said fact people with CP or any other disability can live full lives and contribute positive, positively to society part of the problem is how other people perceive us that's the, that's the thing, and I wrote about why the media must stop using negative descriptive words to get clicks. Describing us as suffering implies that we are de- we are defined by our limitations and that we are victims. And I don't know about you, but my disability does not define me. I do.
0: Yep, I, I wholeheartedly agree, one hundred ten percent. I believe so by that, the same mindset.
1: Yeah, so that's that's a big myth is that the news media, they just plug and play. They have they love to use the word suffering when they're doing a story. it's getting better, but when they're doing a story, particularly with with you know, C P, they'll use that word. And my thing is, okay, if you're gonna go interview somebody, if they're gonna come interview you or me or a kid with C P, if you ask me how I wanna be described and I use the word suffering, then absolutely. Yeah, you can put it's... that in your in your head, mind, but I would venture to say that most people we know would not want to be described that way. But if they did, that's their right. But I'm, we both know that it's the media that's inserting that word because it gets... S-
0: speaking quit. about media, one of the things that I've noticed that uh, society needs to improve on is having actors with actual disabilities... Take those roles because now you're seeing a lot of actors that are able bodied, and they're trying to portray something that they're not. And I wholeheartedly don't agree with that.
1: I I used to have mixed feeling feelings about that. I could give you some examples because I actually talked about that with Maurice when I interviewed him, seeing that he's an actor himself. Because you know there was a lot. That's a lot more. We've started hearing more discussions about that. And the one example I have. Or someone who did not have the disability that he that he portrayed and he won an oscar for is eddie redmayne who portrayed stephen hawking and the what is it the theory of everything was that the movie that guy if i ever could interview somebody it would be eddie redmayne because he is just phenomenal he can transform and become anybody but the thing is where are you going to find what, did he have did he have muscle um ms i don't want i don't want
0: stephen hawking um, what,
1: i don't want to get the wrong you know disability i, I and, think
0: he did but i'm not too too sure
1: but cuz now i'm like it, i'm like not remembering but anyway you're not going to find somebody with that disability who could who could do all that you, you, you just it's not going to happen so i kind of see both sides of it like if if there are and actresses with the disability that they're casting for, absolutely, they should get the roles, but they also have to be talented at their job. Right. Now, I've heard from people who are closer or in that industry, and they say that there are actors with disabilities, but they're not getting those roles. So that's that's a problem. If If they actually are, you know, they're part of that community and they're not getting the roles, but it, it's it's just it's tough because that's another another myth right another yes. myth like who who was who was it where the the person's actually an actor forget i was on some facebook live watching a discussion they they're actors and right. they said that um in hollywood you the the producers and you know people who who make the decisions they're afraid, like, oh, well, what if something happened? Like, you know, let's use you for example. What well, David has cerebral palsy, like, what if he falls, or what if? So they're 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 looking at, you know, the legal stuff and like right. what they would have to be responsible for. And also, I didn't know that on like movie sets or whatever. I, I think the discussion was that they don't have to be ADA compliant. It doesn't it doesn't apply to them. And I was like, Wait a minute, what? Like that's just. Yeah
0: doesn't make sense
1: doesn't it doesn't make sense it doesn't and then you know the the oscars just aired this past weekend and i've i've always loved you know movies and and like award shows but again their stage is not accessible. you know and and i think what was it a couple of years ago apparently they were they said they were going to get a ramp and then they they didn't do it at the last minute. It was there was a big hullabaloo there. I don't know what it's gonna take. I really, I just, I really don't know. I mean, I know the reason they do it is because aesthetically it looks better,
0: it looks with, pleasing, like, yeah,
1: without a ramp or whatever. But how many times do we see able-bodied people almost fall and break their neck? It just a- happened. I forget where the who the actress was who she was walking and she like started a trip. She caught herself, but I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Like make it, it's time. Don't you think it's time to it is. like get, get, get with the program and like, you know, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, maybe that's another myth like with, you know, accessibility, like it it's hard or it has to cost a lot of money or, you know, there's, We we can talk about so many, you know, so so many different areas as far as myths go, but that's why I try to get the media involved, but they just don't, they don't care if you're not famous or you don't have a lot of followers, they just don't care. But I feel like we need their cooperation to dispel these myths. That's true or debunk them, excuse me, as my blog post said. Because if, if they, if CP was in the forefront more, especially this month, because March is Cerebral policy Awareness Month in the United States, and also in the United States, March 25th is National Cerebral Policy Awareness Day, we should be seeing so many stories this month on the me- in the media. Let me ask you, have you seen one this month?
0: Not really, unless
1: on not your friends, not your friends who are who are media. The media,
0: no, no, I haven't, I have not seen one at all.
1: Okay, and what day are we on? It's March 16th, as the date of this recording, so we're halfway into Cerebral Palsy Awareness Month. My point,
0: yep, it's a shame, yeah. And then like the closest that I think uh to to any kind of media and TV exposure, uh, I don't know if I told you, but last year I actually reached out to Josh Josh Blue and I came this close to having him on my podcast. We were we were actually in talks and he was like, I'd love to be on your podcast, but we never I never uh well kind of fell through, but I was this close to having him on my show. Wow. He was interested, but I guess Mm. with the schedule, you know, just, but I'm willing to reach out again and see, see what I can do.
1: Yeah. Worth a shot, you know, uh, but unfortunately, the people in the CP community who are carrying the water and doing most of the work, as far as, trying to change things and, you know, get things done or raise awareness. It's not the people's names that we know. There's a handful of famous people. They're on every list. If you look up famous people with CP and they're not the ones who are out there and they have, they have the audience to do it. The people that will listen to them and, you know, most of the time they're just not doing it. Yeah, so I would, I, I would, I would hope that would change, but been around this block a long time and it hasn't changed. So, you know, that's why we do what we do because, you know, I don't know anybody famous You know I don't have, it's not like I could dial somebody's number and say, Hey, it's March. And we need to get eyes on, that. there's no federal funding for CP, you know, there's adults who CP don't get the help that they need all the issues right. and all the other stuff. So that's what's frustrating.
0: And also, do you you ever, I guess, I guess I could put this into a myth, but do you ever deal with uh, lack of support as far as like your own community and the people that you do know?
1: In what way? Like what kind of support?
0: Like, I mean, like you're trying to get this narrative of cerebral palsy. You're trying to promote positivity. Yet you don't you don't receive uh, that reception back, you know, that that want to be like, hey, I want to help. I want to mm-hmm. help you and sharing your information and getting your your things out there and, you know, trying to trying to educate people on cerebral palsy. I mean, I mean, it's great that what I'm saying is, yeah, it's great that you have friends that are there for you. But are, are they really supporting your cause? You know, like what you're trying to do as far as getting Really getting you out there. Really getting no, what you're
1: no, to do. not and, and I don't say that with any no, 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 negativity. No. I, I what I want to say to that is like just the history of social media and the internet. The history of it is you can post something. You've seen it. We'll talk about my latest project. I I try every day, but now I'm you're never going to hear these words from me often. But I've kind of given up because it's nobody's really responding to it, and you need. For something to...
0: Traction.
1: To, you need traction. So, no, I don't... I love the people in my community. There's so many of you that are yeah. dear to me. Not every, not everybody, because I don't know everybody. But we know each other. Like, you, you, you call me up, you say, Nicole, like, I need you for this. I'm there. I'm not going to be there for everybody. But you're one of the ones that I'm going to be there for. And, you know, but most people, they just won't share stuff. They won't even share stuff if you're doing something with them. I've had experiences not really with like I was involved in something and you know if there's flyers are created. I've heard from friends of mine, hey, we created this flyer and like these people are on the flyer and they're not even promoting. Right. That they're gonna be it's like we don't understand that makes no
0: Especially you know? when especially when it's somebody with a big following that they take the time to interview them and they take the time to be on your podcast, yet they don't They don't share. And it's like, it's not going to get out there if you don't do your half of the effort.
1: Right. I mean, like you and I, first of all, we, we operate on a different, different level. If we're, if we are involved in something, it's just a courtesy that we're going to share it. Now, number one, it's courtesy. We're, we're, thankful that we were included we were asked to be a part of whatever it is and we want our audience to to know about it because if people don't know about something they can't tune in or they can't you know go to the event whatever it is whether it's on clubhouse or virtually zoom or even if it's an in-person thing people can't go to something they have no idea exists so as far as support you know there's always going to be those People who are like diehards and like they somehow, you know, see my stories and they share it. Even people who you know, and that, it all has to do too with even people who you who you think oh maybe people aren't seeing your stuff because the algorithms who can make heads or tails of that because if people aren't seeing your stuff then they can't share it and you have no control over who sees what and who sees who doesn't see things but you bring up a great point. That's one of the things I I really admire about you is that if you do see something, you will, you will try to help the person if you can, or if there's another opportunity, you, you've done that with me. If there is another opportunity where I could be featured, you will pass along the information. And most people just are not going to go the extra mile to do that. I do it. You do it. But I can say it, it rarely comes back really comes back to me unless unless it's you that's like passing something on but you know I love to I want to see people succeed if if I know somebody is what I I feel perfect for an opportunity or it's a good fit for them I'm gonna send it their way but I will say that I don't do that as often as I would before because now I I will pick and choose now it's like listen if someone's not really my friend and they're just an acquaintance or something it's like you know what I'm not going to spend all my time doing that because is anybody like helping me out? And I'm not doing it to get them to help me out, but you know what I mean? It's kind of a, uh, okay. Some of like that stuff uh, can inter- intersect. So, so yeah, I would have to say, no, I don't feel like I get a lot of support and I, if people might, think that that's coming it's coming out wrong but within the context that you asked me it's yeah it's very difficult to, to get people to share things because maybe they're not seeing it or we all have information right. coming at us all day long and unless somebody knows you personally or they really want to right you know and help man. you out yeah
0: and speaking about social media like it's crazy how sometimes we'll post something very, you know, very heartwarming and touching, and and it doesn't get anywhere. Like I'll be like I I don't really post on on TikTok anymore like I used to because the algorithm is so horrendous. It is, and I can tell you this from experience because a couple of the last reels I posted that have been very very heartfelt have only gotten like fifty views, or something related to, with CP. It only gets like 150 views versus if I post it on Facebook, it gets at least a one point. Well, it gets at least a thousand, a bit more than that. And I'm like, I'm getting uh, better luck on Facebook than on I do Facebook. On and
1: yeah, that's. I mean, to give you an example, this is just a side note for everybody. Like within the last month, my content on Instagram has reached over 12,000 people. I have that's never happened to me. No clue. But the interesting part of it is. 99% of those people do not follow me. So my content's not even going to my own followers. And I don't have a lot. I have maybe over 2,000. So it's bizarre. It's bizarre. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, it just doesn't, it doesn't make any, any sense. And it's frustrating because it it's like you see the numbers and you go, okay. But it's not doing anything because if 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 it's not getting getting to people who who really want to interact with me or follow me so that they can see what I'm doing or get involved to me it's it's it, it cancels itself out if that makes sense
0: yeah and the the thing with me is it's about you know trying to do the best that you can when it comes to that and not get discouraged because eventually someone someone will see right. it you know?
1: Not always, there's no guarantee, yeah. you know, really. I mean, it, you can have somebody tomorrow comes out to of nowhere and then all of a sudden they can make one video about a, their pet and it's a, it's not significant in any way, but if it goes viral, we're gonna see them all over the media and that's the problem that I have. Cause then there's yeah. people like you and, you and me and other people, there's people all over the place. You don't have to have a disability. Everybody has a story. There's all a lot of great stories out there. But now it's so concentrated, literally, because I watch the morning shows, and every week, multiple times a week, they will do a story on someone because the person went viral on TikTok.
0: Yeah, and it's it's funny, it's it's funny that you mentioned that you mentioned that because I've actually um, uh, I've actually reached out to several news sources, you know, explaining what I'm doing now with the commissioner and my my story, and I've gotten squat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you know what? I but, want to say that I'm hey. I'm surprised but I'm not because we you and I've had discussions about this.
0: Hey, hey, but
1: I it makes me so mad. <laughs> yeah, I know I know the feeling because for people who might remember me from our last episode, I'm the person responsible, the only person ever in the history of the world to get over a hundred buildings to light up for cerebral palsy two times in one year. And I couldn't get media attention. So if if I can't get eyes on that, I I don't know what else it would take, you know, for for, to get noticed for a cause. You know, it wasn't about me. I was just a person who somehow the universe helped me out and I I was able to get all that done. But it's really a shame that you're doing such great work with this commissioner and you're telling your local stations, I'm assuming that's who you wrote to, and uh, let me guess, they haven't even replied to you, correct?
0: No, no reply.
1: Right, so this is a problem. I've been dealing with this for years. Why do they even give their email address out? Right. they don't even, I mean, like, it, they don't even do automated. Some of them might, but a lot of times you just get nothing. Now, look, I understand they're not going to pick every story. I get that, but just like reply to people if you if you're too busy set up an automated thing and say you know if you're selected you'll hear something but no it's just nothing
0: yeah and i mean like you said it's just a matter of key of keep trying you know don't don't give up eventually someone will click and say hey you know we should probably give this person an opportunity to really explain themselves
1: yeah, I mean, that's another thing you and I have in common. We have a lot of perseverance. You know, a lot of times I say, like, that's my middle name. But in my old age, I'll be 50 in June. Um, yeah, I'm kind of, I backed off of a lot of stuff because it's just, it gets to be disheartening when you keep trying and trying and trying, especially with, with one area, with the media, and nobody's listening. That I just say, well, you know what, maybe I need to redirect and you know, try it a different way. And that's that's how I got featured on the Today Show's website. I wanna make it clear to people listening, I was not live on the Today Show, but I'm part of their Start Today community on Facebook. And the producers are in that group and they select people to get shout outs on the show. I got one of those too. So my picture was on the big board. They have a big board on the third hour. And along with three other people, they gave us a shout out. And one of the reasons why it was important to me to be a part of that group, it's it's focused on, you know, wellness and fitness. And, you know, they, a lot of people walk, you don't have to walk outside, you can do any exercise you want, because I, I think you and I, I work out at home, I think you do too. So everybody's welcome, but I wanted to add that aspect of don't don't forget people with disabilities. Like we're up, we're here too. So they they a producer contacted me and they were they said, hey, we want to um want to include your question because periodically they'll say, hey, you know they do digital episodes um that air on Peacock and online. And They say, Hey, you know, if you have a question, you know, we might pick you to ask your question. So they picked me back in January, and I just made like a 10-second video asked my question. But what I did, here's something for your audience. So, a lesson. What I did is, you know, the producer said, Hey, if you have any questions, you know, feel free to ask. So I wrote to him and I said, I have cerebral palsy, and representation is important to me. Would it be okay if I put in there because they want to know your name where you're from and then what what your question is so i said like can i include that i have cerebral palsy and he said yes so that's what i did and the reason why i did that is if if somebody were to see me seated like you and i are right now they would not know that either of us has cerebral palsy correct correct so i wanted to say it because I feel that's another way to debunk a myth, right? Like right. somebody who looks like me or somebody who looks like you. Oh, well, we we would never think they have cerebral palsy. Well, you'd be wrong because we do.
0: That De- definitely, and and the fact that we've come a long way, it says a lot. And we, but we still we still have a we still have a bit to go. But we've we've uh, we've come leaps and bounds. From the, ver- from the very beginning.
1: Well, you have an incredible story. I mean, you really do. So, yes, yeah, you, you have come a long way. And I, I've, you know, I've also, too, but in, in different ways. Because, I mean, you've had to go through, you know, personal things in terms of, um, i trying to remember when I interviewed you. You interviewed you, you can correct me, but, like, did you have multiple surgeries and, like, things like that. Like, you oh, had to yeah. do stuff that i i didn't go through and like a lot of therapy like i never had physical therapy i should have that's another who knows i don't know what happened there but you know so so yeah we we have and you know what we've gone through a lot but another thing we have in common is that we know how important mindset is and we i think we both do do some work on like you know Staying positive. Now, look, I have bad days. I have more bad days than people would think. But you you have to be cognizant of what you put out there because people people are watching. People in our community, like, you're so sweet. I know what you've said when you when you introduced me, like you admire the work that I do. I admire the work that you do. So you're gonna be watching what I'm putting out there. I have I have parents of kids who they you know they know me and they I don't like these words like look up but you know they know me for a while in the community so so they do look up to me if you want to use those words so I want I want I guess I want to be somebody that they can be proud to say
0: right and it's they like know, they know me it's like this this term now that you bring that up it's like a uh, this term that this term that uh. We use uh, that—that a lot of our counterparts, as far as as far as disability is concerned, we're always hearing, "You're an inspiration." You're an inspiration Ah. because of this. You're an inspiration (laughs) because of that. Um, It's one of those things that you know. You ask, you ask them, like, "Well, why am I an inspiration?" Or, "Why am I a role model?" Like,
1: you know, that's a great.
0: I'm no different than you are, but apparently, I'm an inspiration.
1: Well, see that that might fall into like the a myth too, because I I kind of I'm kind of flipped on that because and I've been thinking a lot about this. It's funny you mentioned it because in the beginning I was like, and I still feel like, look, if somebody's gonna say that I'm an inspiration, hey, I'm not gonna turn down. You want to think of me as inspiration, fine, but but it's it's very odd. And I'll give you an, an example. The Start Today community is a, a beautiful community. It's so positive. It's like one of the best communities that I've been a part of, right? So I would recommend anybody to, to join us because everybody lifts each other up. They're so great. One day I posted, like, you know, I, I love to cook and I cook in my Instant Pot all the time. Oh, yeah. So I, sh- I shared, like, something that I made and said whatever workout I did for the day or whatever. And somebody commented and said, what did she say? Oh, it's it's amazing that you're so positive. I don't. I can sit here and tell you that she, I'm sure she felt she was me well meaning, but if if I and they knew I have cerebral palsy because I put like I put it here and there, you know, if I did not have cerebral palsy, that would make no sense. Why? Why? I'm so positive about cooking and I was like you like I'm like what where does this and first I commented but I deleted because I'm like it's not even worth it like I was like why shouldn't I be positive because I was really confused but I knew what it was I'm pretty like we know because we get this stuff all the time people think they're being nice but why would you tell somebody oh you know wow you're so positive I shouldn't be positive because I have cerebral palsy and I can cook like a bad you know what like, somebody connect it, because.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely doesn't make sense. But, um, you know, I'm just trying to be a human being just like you are, just doing normal things. But apparently uh, society feels like it should be glorified that you can cook or you can do certain basic things.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, and, and I would venture to say, because I exercise a lot, too, like you do. It, it happens a lot. If you have any type of disability and you exercise, people will say, like, oh, you know, you're an inspiration. And I wanna and I think to myself and I go, Well, what if I was just like if I didn't have an if I didn't have a disability and I exercised, I should still be an inspiration because ninety nine percent of the current people in America, they're sitting on the couch and they don't do anything. It's like a fact in the United States, like most people just do not exercise on a regular basis. So if I'm doing anything, I'm beating everybody else who's sitting on the couch. Isn't that and of course it's not
0: of course it's not it's not to knock anybody that can't get off the couch. There's people that
1: Right. No. No no Yeah, no yeah, I didn't mean it. I mean (laughs) I'm I'm talking about I'm talking about able bodied people
0: exactly
1: who have the ability but I'm just going to say it. Most Americans are lazy. It's just part of our culture. It's a lot of, you know, they just, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a lot of people who do exercise, but the the percentage is low in comparison. You know, like, so that's what I mean, you know. So, looking at me or you and saying, like, you're an inspiration, I'm thinking, well, okay, I mean, because I think the myth is David. A lot of people feel like if they had a CP or another disability, oh my god, I'd be like, you know, depressed. Depressed. That's or, the end of the
0: world. It's like, over. It, Life's it's over.
1: Over. Life's over. I. I think it's more of their that they don't, don't think that they could handle it, and I understand that intellectually, coming from their standpoint, that they may have never had to deal with anything like what they're seeing or being exposed to. So in their mind, they're like, wow, like, you know, Nicole's so positive or wow, David's good Jim, I want to take a picture of him. Cause you're probably like a, what's the word for it? Like you, you've never seen something like that before. So they're just, their mind is completely blown.
0: Yep. It definitely, uh, gets to be that way sometimes. Where even if you're a, even if you're in a public space, you know you just get that unwanted attention, and uh, you have to learn how to navigate it yourself. You yeah, know.
1: and don't you feel like, like what happened with the incident at the pool? You know, my sister said, "Oh, you know, perhaps you could talk to your neighbor and tell her, you know, their feelings for her." An educator, and I'm like, "No, so it's not my job to educate her. We're not friends." And that would cause drama. Like, I don't, when you live in condos, and anything is fodder for drama. And I avoid drama. So I don't want it to be that, oh, I heard this conversation that you have with somebody else. Like, I, no, 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 I'm not getting into that. But the thing is, how do you feel? It's not our job to educate every person that we might come across. I, I don't want to do that. That's exhausting. I could pick and choose if it's really important, then yeah. But.
0: Right. Right. And it's like uh nowadays, too, that we we go out in society and stuff. And, um, you know, speaking of, of dating, it's like uh these these dating apps like we post like, for example, we'll post a normal picture of ourselves like you and I are sitting here and then we have a normal conversation, you know, like, hey, you know, for example, I could say, hey, hey, Nicole, I'm David. And I I do this. I do motivational speaking. I do podcasting and I'm a youth advocate and they're like, "Oh, great." And you know, you have just this normal conversation for weeks and then you're like, this person seems kind of great, so I'm just going to go ahead and disclose what I have and as soon as you disclose what you have, everything goes silent and then that's where I can it kinda, really,
1: yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or
0: they'll say like, "Oh, I, oh, you seem like a great friend." Or like, I'll be I'll be your friend and like without even It's like it's like a It's almost like a job interview, but it's essentially you're talking about dating.
1: Yeah, I know. It's true. It's true. And, you know, it just goes back to, to I think, what you and I are trying to do today. is just hopefully people who maybe don't know anybody with CPE or, you know, they, they haven't been exposed to a lot of people and have them understand our point of view and maybe the next time that they think about disabilities in general it doesn't have CP, it could be any disability think about our conversation and how many things we talked about where we have the disability and we're saying hey listen this is what people have said to us yes. and if you listen to it just purely for the sake of listen listening to some of the things we've mentioned you will see how ridiculous it sounds like, would you go up to a person who doesn't have a disability and ask them, are you able to have sex? No. Oh, wouldn't.
0: you don't ask them. No. It's... No.
1: Would you go up to a person who's, from what you can see, at least doesn't appear to have a physical disability, would you go up to them and say, You're... I'm sorry, take me laugh. You're such an inspiration. Can I take your, your picture?
0: No, you Simply don't, you don't
1: because even... they're working out.
0: No. Yeah. No. You. No. You don't. You don't do that. Not I
1: mean, now that I put it in that context, isn't it ridiculous? It is. I mean, we we get it. We understand that the majority of people they mean well. They're yeah, they're they, not. They do mean well. We we know they're not trying to offend us, but please anybody who can hear the sound of my voice please think about what you say before you say
0: it exactly think think before you speak Mm
1: -hmm. exactly
0: well nicole and in in the case of our episode um I, i would like to say uh thank you for being on and could you kind of let our listeners know like a little bit about your I know you wrote a book recently as well, right?
1: Well, my book actually celebrated twenty years in print last December. So I wrote a poetry book called Naked Desires twenty years ago. And so we're, it was where can they find it, they can Yeah. Yeah, where, oh they can find it on Amazon and I was interviewed on my local NBC 6 stations, they could see that on my website NicolaWango.com, and there's a tab that says book and you'll see that you could see all the places where well not all of them cuz there's too many to list but where I've been in the media or you know my articles that I published for uh the mighty some of them a couple of them ended up on Yahoo, The Huffington Post, there's just a lot. And there's information about the surgery of people want to learn about that and is just related to cerebral palsy in general and right now a project that I started if anybody happens to watch this and they want to participate you want to make a, a short video and say one thing you should know about cerebral palsy is and just tell us whatever you think that is Oh, oh I, ha-
0: I have to I have to do that myself I, I haven't really yes, seen but you I have to do that myself
1: and make sure if If you're on Instagram in particular, tag me at at what CP looks like and use that hashtag, what CP looks like. That's actually a hashtag I created. I think that was back in 2014. So yeah, if you guys want to weigh in and tell us what you think that people should know about CP and maybe we can circulate them around. And like David said, somebody will see it and they'll decide to, you know, give us give us some airtime in the media and le- let people know hey what month it is and you know help us raise awareness and if yes. if nothing happens it's okay it's we're we're still supporting each other we're learning about we you know what we think that that people should know about tp
0: right well oh well, th- thank you nicole for your insight your information of course uh like i mentioned earlier we we're Taking this into a, a yearly series, so I'm, I'm excited to see what we'll have uh, coming up for next year. And, and uh, you know, and I look for bigger and better things for both of us as far as advocates.
1: Well, I, it's an honor because you specifically asked me to do this and you came up with this idea. And it's really an honor to be your guest every year on the same day and to talk about uh Cerebral Policy Awareness Month and National Cerebral Policy Awareness Day and I know that I'm going to see great things coming from you in the future and as far as me I don't know you know I've kind of taken a back seat. I'm kind of not sure you know where I fit in as far as the advocacy space right now you know I mean I've done a lot and I don't know so you know if you, if you ever have ideas I know you'll be sending me messages and you know giving me ideas but you kind of got me back into it with doing this with you and so i thank you for that it means a lot thank you
0: you're welcome you're welcome like i said it's it's always about helping those around are on the community and it's not it shouldn't be, always benefit you you know benefit yourself it should be uh benefiting everybody
1: yeah and one thing i want to say is like if there's still there's still time i mean well when i talk about the media really it's it kind of is too late, but I'd still encourage people, if they want to try, you know, try writing to your local station and ask them, hey, can you announce, you know, that it's National Cerebral Palsy, we're to stay on the air. Uh, if you live in a small, you know, market, you know, maybe they'll do it because then they would, some places they're, they're looking for stories and, you know, you might hit the jackpot and they might say, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll do something. So you never know.
0: Yep, it, all it takes is just you wanting to take that first step. Once you take that first step, everything will, will fall into, will start falling into place, little by little. Well, you guys, you can find this episode on Spotify, iTunes, and every other major podcasting outlet out there. And as always, until next time, and happy palsy Awareness Day. See you, everybody.